Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. song service. So I was standing there and dancing and I looked around the brothers and I said, ah, the anointing is upon me. Then I looked at where Brother Philip Mafagazo would normally be because I realized he could be the only one that could admesh me. I realized he wasn't there and I was happy there. But while I was comfortable, then the anointing that would normally is one brother, Philip, fell upon Obaba. Amen. Amen. You know, when we come to the house of the Lord, this is where we rejoice. Brother Branham says, I used to believe that you can't dance in the spirit. 
until one time I went somewhere and I saw the old mama dancing in the spirit. And he said, in my heart, I looked at her and I said, how could they allow a tavern spirit to be like this in church? Then he says, in no time, I found myself joining her. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes when you are too drunk in church, by the spirit, you don't don't care what your neighbor thinks. The moment you care, it means you are very sober. Amen. I hope we are together. So we really appreciate the Lord. This morning, the Rashilu family uh, have gone to Limpopo. You remember they were here. I think they just need to make an announcement in the assembly in Limpopo. Amen. Amen. And then Sister uh, Kune, Sharon, Sharon Kune's daughter, Tsepang, is not feeling well. We are just going to remember her in prayer as we bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, it is such a wonderful thing to be in your presence. We sang songs of Zion, songs of Zion, and song items have been rendered unto you. No one can deny that there is just a sweet, sweet spirit sweeping over the congregation. Lord, it should always be like this when we come to the house of the Lord, because it is in this atmosphere where diseases are healed. It is in this atmosphere where people are being reconnected to God above the church formalities. And here's our dear sister Sharon Cooney. She has a daughter who is not feeling well. I can imagine as a mother looking at the daughter, at times she would look at the daughter maybe and say, I wish it could be the one, I would be the one that is sick rather than the child. That is the kind of love that is the motherly love. But right now, as the church of the living God, we lift her up in prayer as we remember Tsepang at this point in time and send the healing powers away and bind that spirit that is tormenting that body. And Brother Brenham has told us that a demon is a tormentor. But I'm glad that the tormentor, there is a weapon against the tormentor. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ, when it is being uttered by holy lips, it is bound to bring a deliverance upon that body. We say right at this minute, may the healing power sweep over her body, that there may be a testimony that God is a healer. Not only limited to her alone, there are people in the building, some have got unspoken requests. Some are going through different battles. But dear God, at this moment, as an army of God, that was mandated by the scriptures, that whatever we bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever we set free here shall be set free in heaven. And at this point in time, as the army of God, if there is any tormentor in the building in any form, We bind that tormentor in the name of Jesus Christ. We set that believer free in the name of Jesus Christ. May there be healing that will sweep through the audience. May there be love that will sweep over the audience. So that when we come to the end of the service, somebody that wasn't feeling well could say, I was sick, but now I'm healed. 
somebody that was unhappy could say I was unhappy said but now I'm happy why because we are here there is a power of transformation here dear God we thank you dear God we commit everything to you in the name of Jesus Christ amen Amen. Now, just uh, I think Brother Lasimo and Brother Grace, if you could just see Brother Mutlabi after the service. We have reviewed some of the health protocols because we are officially in the third wave. Amen. So, uh, I think somebody said when the, when the terrain changes, the strategy changes. Amen. So, uh, we will be reviewing some of the health protocols uh, just to make sure that we are jacked up. We do our part and God does his part. Amen. Amen. And the building project is still on track, although we are still delayed by the municipality. Normally the leeway uh, is between 12 months and 24 months, but we have found, we have thought of a better way to put it on storage and just to twist their arm. Amen. Amen. Twisting their arm it doesn't mean we bribe. Uh, it's not an euphemism of bribing. The church doesn't bribe. Yeah. We just say to put pressure on them. Amen. Yeah. Somebody, when they live here and a traffic cop stops them and they bribe and say, I just twisted his arm. No, <laughs> Amen. So we'll just put them under pressure to make sure that we the facility is uh, conducive. We, we are aware that we have not maintaining the facility and it is, by, it is deliberate rather than taking the money and refurbishing this structure that we're going to demolish, we rather wait and make sure that all the money is channeled Amen. to that new structure. Does it make sense? Amen. So just bear with us. If you see a cracked wall, just know that it will be a demolished wall. Amen. And where the demolition wall used to be, there will be a new structure. Are, are we together? Uh, the, the elders are aware. It's not because they are oblivious of what is happening. They are aware. Amen. On certain things, we will make sure that as when we move, it doesn't mean that certain things, if they are broken, we leave them. We will fix certain things, but we need to go through a process of prioritization. I hope we are together. Can I get an amen on that one? Amen. Let Abu Mushabi would want to be baptized. Just come to the fore so that people can see you. Amen. God bless you. It's the right decision. Amen. God bless. God bless you. You may too. You know, when the new ones are coming up, it, it sends a bell that we are aging. Amen. They are rising. It means retirement is very close. You know, when retirement is close, you can't. You have back pains. Those are signals that, yeah. A back pain is a signal that there is a new generation rising up to take where you are. Amen. So we are looking forward to come to church with white beards 
and just be an amen corner amen. while the young ones take the bait on. Amen. We don't want to be wheeled out of the wheelchair on a coffin. Let's give the new generation to rise and take over. Uh, if we are the V6, let's allow the V8 to come. If the V8 are here, let them allow the V12 to come. The next generation will always be better than we are. It's a fact. Hallelujah. So we appreciate everything. My sons, when they got baptized, they were debating the whole night. And Deborah was saying to me, I will be the one baptized, not you. You wait for a few months. Then he says, no, I'm going. He says, no, but the impression will be like we talked. <laughs> so, and it's me that first made the decision. So we had to, 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 to reconcile and say, it's not a matter of what. Even if it's this one and it's influenced this one, it's a positive influence. Are you with me? So we appreciate our young ones coming into the fold. Amen. I know, Sister Lorraine, by the time you open Sunday school, Sunday school will be gone. <laughs> but we are dedicating new ones. Amen. Now, we, we appreciate the Lord. You know, Brother Brandon used to come to church. You know, this prophet, how many really love this prophet? I think, you know, I... I we don't worship him. We, we worship Christ. We don't follow William Branham. We follow Christ. But, you know, the exemplary Christian life that he displayed to us, it's so amazing. You know, maybe I'll read you that quotation the other time where he had to go public and defend his critic. I said, this man is a Christian. Are you with me? Now, uh, he would come to church. I remember there's somewhere where he's preaching. He turns around. He says, Brother Baxter, would you mind that next time when you are preaching, you could come and teach the church what was the thorn in the flesh of Paul? And I said, Brother Branham is asking Baxter to come and explain to the church. He is the main man. Amen. But he did not have the main man syndrome. He had the ability to sit down and other brothers would come and minister and he would say amen to that. Amen. And later I saw the same spirit upon Brother Ed Biscal, where he would come on Wednesday meetings and the 18 year old boys would come and minister to the man that was with the prophet. Amen. Then I realized that it is because they want to shape the new generation. Yeah. Amen. So I'm not preaching, Brother Dipadi will be preaching this morning. And every man is cut differently, and every man becomes, it becomes a blessing when they become authentic. Amen. But just say amen there is to encourage a minister and say, we are with you. If demons are discouraging you, we are with you. Bring it on, brother. Let's just sing. Uh, worshiping this song, Amen, Amen. It's it's a very good song. Shall we sing that one? Amen. This, sing it in the shower. It's a very good song. <laughs> if you can't sing in the shower, you are not a singer. <laughs> Amen. God bless you, Rishi.
shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. And respected not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Second scripture, second Timothy. From verse 2 until 8. Preach the word. Be instant in season. Out of season. Reprove. Rebuke. Exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own last shall they heap to themselves teachers. Having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. And shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou all in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of the evangelist. Make full proof of the ministry, of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. And the last one, before you enjoy the comfort of your seats, hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we also are are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. 
Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Despising the shame. And he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading of the word. Hallelujah. And then this morning we will just look at the topic patience as virtue. Hallelujah. As we close our eyes and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, here we are this morning, Lord. Father, the atmosphere has been created, Heavenly Father. And then you said in your word, where two or three are gathered, thou shalt be in there. Mr. Heavenly Father, we believe that word, Heavenly Father. Father, since you have descended, Heavenly Father, may you hide me, Heavenly Father. Be the one that will speak to your children, Heavenly Father. They are under expectation, Heavenly Father. This Heavenly Father scriptures that are being read, Heavenly Father, may you inspire them, Heavenly Father. May, be, may they be life unto your children, Heavenly Father. We commit this, Heavenly Fathers, we commit the service to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray, Amen. Amen. You may enjoy the comfort of your seats, Hallelujah. As I said, uh, we'll be looking at patience as virtue. Hallelujah. Amen. If you go to the dictionary and then uh, you check what is patience, hallelujah, it can be described as the ability to wait for a long time without being annoyed, upset. That is the ability to be calm. Hallelujah. So we know that uh, something of value doesn't come easily or it doesn't come cheap, hallelujah, or overnight, amen. Whether it can be in education, hallelujah, you have to study, it takes a lot of effort, hallelujah, sleepless nights, but at the end you are going to achieve something. So there is a waiting period in that, hallelujah. Whether in sport, hallelujah, to be an achiever, you have to exercise patience, then you are building yourself, hallelujah. Whether in, in business, hallelujah, you cannot start now and then your business rock today, hallelujah. You establish today, then it rocks today, hallelujah. Amen. So everything takes time, but now during that time, that's where patience now is needed, hallelujah. And what did we say that patience is? That ability to become, to wait a long time without being upset. Hallelujah. Without being, hallelujah, annoyed. Is that ability to be calm. So that we'll be looking at, amen, hallelujah. So along the way, I'll be using a marathon, as Paul is saying, that let us run this race, hallelujah. So we know that a race, hallelujah, it's a... A distance is not a athletics like sprinting, hallelujah, mm-hmm. whereby you run 100 meters, 200 meters. There you need every power, every force from when the gun goes, hallelujah. But with the race, hallelujah, uh, the time is still long, hallelujah. Uh, two hours will still be passed, you'll still be running, hallelujah. But you have to enjoy that race, hallelujah. But along the way, there will be those obstacles, long-suffering, hallelujah. And the, the goodness that will be, be associated with that, hallelujah. So that at the end, you can complete, hallelujah. 
Amen. So we know that um, creators, hallelujah, when they create, they start with the end. Hallelujah. Amen. So you know, um, in business, before they do the launching, hallelujah, so that the creators, they've already created everything. They've went through the logistics of what they are going to launch. Hallelujah. So after that model is set and done, hallelujah, it's then that now they're going for launch. And then now after that is a game of waiting. Yeah, so by the time you say, ah, maybe you've bought the car, hallelujah, amen. By the time you say immediately you bought it today, then in the same day the car, the car uh, something happens with the um, part of the engine, hallelujah, you should get it, hallelujah. So the creators have already uh, assembled everything so that now you are sorted, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. So even ourselves, hallelujah, Amen. when we were young, I know the youngsters are getting baptized, we are really proud of them, hallelujah. <laughs> so when we are on, so in your mind, you already um, having an end, the life that you want to live, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So along the way, if you, along the way, therefore, uh, it's a matter of now achieving whatever that you are doing, you are, it's based on that goal that you already set in your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. So now along the way, it will be patient. Say you are studying, you want to be a doctor. Hallelujah. Amen. You're not going to get doctor easily. There will be sleepless nights. Hallelujah. Amen. You'll get discouraged. You'll fail some of the subjects. You repeat them. So now, but now, that doesn't mean you are not going to achieve. It's a matter of now you are on the race, hallelujah. And you must run it patiently, hallelujah. Isaiah 40, verse 31, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the wings as eagle. Amen. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So the prophet Isaiah there is encouraging us, hallelujah. So in this Christian a journey that we are taking. The first step is to believe. Hallelujah. The first step is to believe that God is the creator. Hallelujah. He is the giver of life. Amen. That is the first step that you need. So without faith, you can't please God. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe from the heart, 57-0623, paragraph 16. After 25 years of my ministry for the Lord, Amen, if the brother can flesh it. 57.06.23, hallelujah. Oh, they will catch us, hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. After 25 years of my ministry for the Lord, in his work and in his weight, and after this being coming in my 12th year of international evangelism, and by the grace of God, to meeting 10, 000, 10 of thousands of people, and seeing our Lord in our own campaigns win. Now I have seen to him, oh, right in towards two million people or five million hundred thousand, somewhere along in there, in the meetings. I have come to this conclusion and all of our efforts and so forth. Hallelujah. Brothers, are you winning? Amen. Just towards the bottom, I'm already into. I have come to this conclusion and all of our efforts and so forth. 
It's impossible for God to do anything for the people until the people first get settled on whether it's truth or not. Hallelujah. So in whatever that you're doing, we need a what? Belief. Hallelujah. Faith is the basic. That virtue, you need it. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we said, brothers, amen. So you, you should please move with me. I'm, I'm a man of speed. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if... Yeah, so you must really look into that because now yeah, I like to move fast. Hallelujah. Amen. Start off a perfect man. Amen. Faith holds the key. That's paragraph 61. And the key is the scripture. And Christ is the door. So faith takes the little hinges of the scripture and unlocks the glories and, good of, and the good of God out of his people. Amen. See, so it's faith. Faith holds the key that unlocks Christ to the people, unlocks it and reveals it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's the first uh, virtue that you should have. You should first believe that God is the creator. Hallelujah. And is the giver of life. Hallelujah. Whatever that you do, he will do it for you. Uh, The scripture, John chapter 15 one. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken. What must we do? You must now abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot be a fruit of itself, except it abide in vine, no more can he, except he abide in me. So, hallelujah. So, while we are living, he's the giver of life. Hallelujah. So, if you don't give this life back to him, then you are dead. You might be breathing, but you are dead. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you must abide in him. Hallelujah. And he will abide in you. Amen. So that you can bear the fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Then we can see that now you are Christ-like. Hallelujah. Amen. So what happens if I miss faith? I miss faith. Hallelujah. If I miss faith in God, I miss being a Christian. God put you here to be a Christian. That's Statue of a Perfect Man, paragraph 66. If you are off to one side, come back and get tuned up. And there is only one that can tune you up. That's the scripture. The Holy Spirit in the scripture tune you, bring you directly to target again. Hallelujah. Amen. So now if you are tossed about, you are not sure. Hallelujah. Amen. Without Christ, then uh, you are dead. Hallelujah. So now... While we come here on church, God is tuning us. Hallelujah. We are getting tuned. Hallelujah. So that now we can be that uh, uh, stature of that perfect man that God wants. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10 verse 35. Hallelujah. Let's hear also these scriptures that are inspired by the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have a need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Hallelujah. So there you are. Amen. Verse 22 and 23 as well. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Hallelujah. So God now is building us that. While you're waiting, amen, you mustn't be wavered. You must just stand fast, amen, because you have already believed, hallelujah, that he is the creator. And the reason you are coming to church, two years back we have been coming to church, there is that little faith in you that says God is the creator. So that's why you are coming, hallelujah. So you hold on to that. You are not going to be wavered away, hallelujah. Amen. So now we are living in the changing time. That's unchangeable God working in an unexpectable way. 6201.20. Paragraph 7. We are living in a changing time. Everything is changing. Just everything that you can look at and see with your eyes come out of the earth and it's a material. It starts changing. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we are under... 2020, COVID-19. Hallelujah. The world has changed due to COVID. Hallelujah. 2008 and 9, hallelujah, the banks collapsed. Hallelujah. Things changed. Then they introduced new laws. So we are living in a constantly changing world. Hallelujah. But now imagine if our Lord was changing like that. We would believe him? No ways. We wouldn't believe him. So he's God, he changed not. Hallelujah. And then he should be our center of worship. Hallelujah. 6502.20, God's chosen place of worship, paragraph 58. Church, wherever you are, what you belong to makes me no difference. But there is one thing you must know. You've got to be in Christ or you are dead. You can't live outside him. Your church, your church might be all right as a building. Your fellowship might be all right as a man. But when you deny the body, the blood, the word of Christ, you are dead the minute you do it. Hallelujah. Amen. It's God's chosen place of worship. There is where his name is exactly. There is where he chose to put his name. Not in the church, but in the Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Notice, safety light only in the place of his choosing, his, in his lamp, and in the name of the lamp. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have seen that without God, we are dead. Hallelujah. So that's why we will always seek him. Hallelujah. Even if the journey will be difficult. Amen. Even if uh, diseases can strike us. Hallelujah. We will just hold on to that name. Hallelujah. And say God is our healer. God is our savior. God is our refuge. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
And then um, my brother, 620609, hallelujah. 620609, paragraph 27. You know, the pastor likes to send things, uh, clips or codes or what, what. Now he sent this one, video. Then I said, uh, he sent in the video and these notes are right in my... In, in my notes while I was preparing. Then I text him quickly. I say, Pastor, uh, are you preaching this Sunday? He said, no. <laughs> said, then why are you peeping on my notes now? He said, <laughs> then uh, we communicated, then the man of God. Then I said, uh, then um, I was not sure what to touch, where to touch. And I was just saying, no, this is the right thing for Sunday. Pastor has declared it. Amen. Paragraph 27. The waves can beat and baffle. Sickness can come. Death can come. Anything else. But you are safe evermore. Christ, our refuge. God's provided place of safety. Christ is the only place of safety for those who want to live. He is the only one that has eternal life. There is no church, no denomination, no president, no king. No pope, no bishop, no minister, no nothing can give you safety but Jesus Christ. He is the only place that can give you safety. And he's God provided safety. Oh, we can provide this and provide that. And it's fall. But when God provides anything, it's eternal. Hallelujah. And that's God provided way of safety in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. We jump to 6201.20, unchangeable God working in an un- unexpected way. Amen. So don't, be, don't worry if the situation arises in your life. Hallelujah. God is just there to show his power. Hallelujah. Only if you believe and abide in him. Hallelujah. Paragraph 43. If, and if a man really gets hold of God, God gets into a man's heart. 6201.20, paragraph 43. That's right. Hallelujah. Mm. And if a man really gets hold of God, God gets into a man's heart. Yeah. Don't worry. Sparks will be flying from every side. Because he's deep enough in God. Amen. And his whole life is rooted and grounded in Christ. That's Hallelujah. Right. So the more, amen, we seek the kingdom of God first, hallelujah. The more we want to be Christ-like, hallelujah. Amen. They can bring atomic bomb and launch it right in you, brother. But God will make sure that now it, it won't release its uh, power, hallelujah. We have seen it with the Hebrew children, hallelujah. At the last moment, hallelujah, when the elements of heat was supposed to bend them, it's when God steps in, hallelujah. So don't be afraid of uh, atomic bomb, whether they're going to put it here or wrap it out with you. Hallelujah. Even if it explodes you, hallelujah, you go into the promise. Hallelujah. You will be waiting for the saints. Hallelujah. You say, you can't even hold yourself there to say that when, when are they coming? Hallelujah. This place where I am. Amen. It's heaven bound. Hallelujah. Satan doesn't rule. Amen. Only what if if a man can really get hold of God. Mm. Amen. So you will be deep enough in God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Unchangeable God working in an un unexpected way. Paragraph 140. Can we tonight as Pentecostal people accept the Holy Ghost upon the basis that God sent it? Can we expect the Holy Ghost to do what God said it will do when it come in? It's on the basis we want to accept it upon. Hallelujah. Amen. Even myself, then when pastor said, hey, you must go and preach. Hey, I was saying, hey, pastor. But I just fold arms and then just surrender to say that now. Maybe the Holy Ghost is speaking. Hallelujah. Because God's answer in an un unexpected way. Hallelujah. In an unexpected time. An unexpected place. Hallelujah. Amen. Unchangeable God working, we continue with that, paragraph 141. When he comes, he will testify of me, Jesus said. Now he does testify of God. He testifies it by the life that he lives in you. By their fruits, you are known. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You could say, well, brother Brenman, I got the Holy Ghost, I spoke in tongues. I believe that too. But if that life don't follow that experience, yes, then there was something wrong. Yes, See? Yeah. You got the wrong thing. Yeah. But if you got the real Holy Spirit and had an experience and then your life don't tally up to God's weight, then you got the wrong spirit. Okay, we have really read that. Because you can't gather grapes out of a thistle. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. You know that. Amen. Yeah. By the fruits, you are known. Hallelujah. So you can't be Christian and be an unbeliever at the same. Amen. You believe or you don't believe. Hallelujah. And then as long as you believe, you do the right, the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That life will be shown in you. People, might, you might not see it. You might always wondering whether I've got the Holy Ghost. But the people are looking. Hallelujah. Especially the unbelievers. Hallelujah. They are just waiting for you to do something that is awkward. They will rise up and say, hey, yeah, now you are now like us. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cities are called a song, but no. You are one of us now. Hallelujah. They are waiting for that, but don't be, don't be wavered aside. Hallelujah. Just hold on to what you, amen, you have believed. Hallelujah. The same as when, when Jesus came, amen. When he came claiming he was the, Maya, the Messiah, what did he do? He did the works of the Messiah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Some of them, when he was preaching, they couldn't understand. He just said, okay, let's forget about now the saying. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because that's difficult to grasp the, the heavenly... Uh, and the, the, the heavenly uh, promises. Hallelujah. Just believe my works. Amen. You just believe my works. Because if I say this, the kingdom of God is like, then you don't understand. Just believe my works. Amen. So what is happening in that life of God when it's in you? Amen. The, your works will show. Hallelujah. Amen. When he came claiming that he was Messiah, he did the works of the Messiah. Amen. He said, if I do not do the works of, the, of my father, then don't believe me. 
But if I do the works of my father, then believe me. So Jesus here on earth and what God has said, it was just one thing. Hallelujah. So are we going to be patient with God? Hallelujah. Amen. We must just keep on abiding with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we are the branches, he is the vine. Hallelujah. So this will be all the results of John 14, 12. Hallelujah. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works I do shall he do also. Greater works than this shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Hallelujah. Verse 13, what does it say? Uh, 14, 13. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. What a blessed assurance. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To know that when you are in Christ, and then you ask for something. Hallelujah. And then it's God who answered. Hallelujah. Some of you, you know, hallelujah, you have been in a situation, you didn't have an answer, you didn't have a solution. Amen. It was just pitch black. Hallelujah. When you look. But what happens? All of a sudden, there was just a way out. Hallelujah. It is that God that you are saving. Hallelujah. Answering you in an unexpectable time. Hallelujah. Not the way you want it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, one of the parables that Jesus was um, telling the disciples, amen, on Matthew 13, amen, it was the parable of the tares, hallelujah. He says, there was a good man that went out to sow a good seed, hallelujah. And then after he sowed the good seed, then at night comes the evil man. And then the evil man also put the seed, hallelujah. But now, the disciples only saw when the good man was sowing the, the good seed. They never saw when the evil man was sowing a bad seed. Hallelujah. Then at a later, when it was time for them to grow, hallelujah, now they recognize the test. And then now they come to the house master. They say, oh, master, didn't you put a good seed there? He said, yes, I did. But now there was an evil man at night. Now they were full of power. They wanted to go and and uh, uproot them, hallelujah, to throw them away. Then he said, oh, here there is patience. You might hate the good one, hallelujah. So you must know also how to apply your patience, hallelujah. Amen. So now he says, at the right time, at the harvest time, everything, because everything would, would have shown its, its deeds or its fruits, hallelujah. Amen. You can be with us, hallelujah. But the more this word is preached and you're an unbeliever, you cannot stand. Hallelujah. There will be a time where you're going to point fingers at this word and say, ah, this thing, it doesn't work for me. But, it, but now if you are the real true son or daughter of God, hallelujah, you will just say, oh God, bring more. Hallelujah. Oh God, bring more. Hallelujah. Amen. It will be taking you up higher and higher. Hallelujah. Amen. Paragraph 51, unchangeable God working in an unexpectable way. In the beginning, paragraph 51, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Now we wonder 
how the world ever got here. See, the word of God created the world. Hebrews, 12, uh, Hebrews 11 tells us that the world was made out of the things which does not appear. God spoke it into existence because he was God. He just said, let there be, and it was so. Hallelujah. So now what happens? In the beginning was the word, and the word spoken was a creative word. And every word that's spoken cannot be taken back for a mistake. Because in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, which is Christ. Hallelujah. So now, that's it. So now, um, whatever you say, hallelujah, remember, as the son of God, as a daughter of God, hallelujah, God abides in you. Where is the tabernacle of God? Because God's purpose was to descend to the heart of a man. Hallelujah. So now you are Christ-like. Hallelujah. So watch out your words that you say. Because they might be creative. Hallelujah. Because there is one who creates, who is inside you. Hallelujah. If you don't have anything good to say about me, just keep quiet. Hallelujah. Always be positive. Show that you are the Christian. Let the people come and draw from you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because there is that vine. You are just a branch. But now people now, through this branch, they have to, they have to reap something. Hallelujah. And now the word of God written in the Bible is his, is his word to us. Hallelujah. And every promise has the same power of creation behind it. So all the promises in the, in the, in the Bible. Hallelujah. Depends on when we, we said where two or three are gathered, he's there. I believe it, you might not believe it, but I believe that now it's not me who's talking now. I'm just saying, this is his word. These are his children. What can I do with them? It's only God that can talk to them. Hallelujah. Amen. And every promise has the same power of creation behind it. That's God what did at the beginning. If we believe it to be the word of God, Depends on where the seed falls. If it falls into the ground, the ground that can create a moisture, nourishment around the promise of God, it will bring forth every promise in the Bible made. Hallelujah. You know in life we are living here. You know if you can just maybe phone that somebody, there will be just, he's going to pass a certain statement that will recharge you. Or if I can just visit to be with that sister. You know, then I'll be charged, I'll draw. That's the child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Always transmitting positive. Hallelujah. Not when you come there, then the people are turning around, then they're starting to look if corners they can take. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you are what? You are the ground that can create a moisture and nourishment. And then when that promise falls there, then it will be alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What happens with Jesus when he approached the fig tree just to take the fruit out of it? It, it didn't, uh, it was not the right time, so it didn't. So Jesus just spoke the words. And the tree responded to the word. It was barren. The next day when they passed it, they're starting it now to die. Hallelujah. And the, the disciple even asked Jesus, says, hey, master, look at that tree that you said. It mustn't bring forth 
fruits, hallelujah, what happens to eat, hallelujah, because your word that you say are creative, hallelujah, amen. Joshua prayed for the son, hallelujah, to stand still, creative, hallelujah, amen. So every situation approach it with positivity, hallelujah, and you will always, you'll always have good results. If it doesn't happen to today, believe it will happen tomorrow. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, next week. If it doesn't happen next week, next month. We keep on believing, hallelujah. If it doesn't happen next month, next year. Amen. You might say, ah, it came at the wrong. No, it was the right time. All things work good to them that believe the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There is no oops, what, what moment. No, no. no, amen. So now, from now onwards, you'll never say, ah, oop. you'll know that this is the right time. Hallelujah. Amen. If I go hungry today, it was the right time that I go hungry today. Amen. Tomorrow I might have. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. So don't worry to say that, ah, they are getting blessed. Me, I'm hungry today. No, you're hungry. Enjoy the battle. Be patient with it. Hallelujah. While others now, you see them now, they are driving cars. Or you see them now, they are changing their houses. No. Enjoy your battle. Be patient with your battle. Don't look at somebody else. Hallelujah. Amen. Because what did we say? We said now, God answer in an unexpected way in an unexpected place in an unexpected time amen they were looking for the messiah but the messiah was the child they were ready they were ready on the tabernacle hallelujah waiting for the messiah but the messiah was unexpected way it was a child unto us a child is born hallelujah Furthermore, the Messiah was born in a manger. Hallelujah. Where it was stinking. Could God be associated with the stinking in an unexpected place? Place. That's how God answered. Amen. So now you pray. You say, no, God, I want it. Oh, God, I want it. You put there. You are on your own. You leave God there. God will be standing there and waiting for you. And then now you'll be enjoying the trials. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Israel, a journey to Canaan. God has to take out unbelief on the way. Forty years they have to round. And then just God dealing with unbelief. Chopping it out. Hallelujah. Amen. Because now there was a way that they were expecting it. And God answered his own unexpected way, unexpected place, unexpected time. Hallelujah. Amen. 620609, paragraph 27. Just right at the middle, brother. When you are in him, when troubles comes, like sickness or worry or disappointment, he bore our sorrows. With his stripes we were healed. Everything that we have need of for the rest of the journey is right here in the refuge. How do we get in this refuge? 
By one spirit, we are all baptized into this refuge. And we become member of this refuge. We are citizens of the kingdom with our great provider with us. That provides us with that provides all we have need of. Just trust his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. Amen. Paragraph 28. Now we don't have to hurry and scuffle and act like the rest of the world. Quieten down. Yes. Hallelujah. That's, there lies your patience. You don't have to do what? To hurry. You don't have to scuffle. Act like or act like the rest of the world. You just quieten down. Relax. Amen. Relax. Be calm. That's what we read. It was that patience that says the ability to become calm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What's the matter with the Christian? The spirit of the world today is neurotic. But that's not the spirit of Christ. Amen. Did you ever see him get excited about something? Just as calm as he could be. Amen. 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 Even when he was uh, healing the people, thy faith has healed you. Not fighting with the healing. Hey, no. Your faith. Your faith. Simple, calm. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you ever seen a person with money when you were growing? Yeah. The person with money, then he'll always. Be quiet there. Yeah. When you were growing at school, they, without money, then you see now they like they want to yeah attention. They were seeking attention so that it goes. No, nothing. Yeah. Amen. It's just an empty tin. Hallelujah. Yeah. But when you've got something, you know it's real. I don't have to. I remember at school. I remember at school there was uh, during the time of debates. Hallelujah. There was that guy who was, you know, those, those that were perfect in public speaking. Yeah. So now when we were preparing, say, ah, that guy, he was relaxed. Relaxed. But give him the platform. Oh, he will do wonders. Hallelujah. We that are not public speakers, yes, brother, will be looking. What is this word? Brother, what? we'll be going around. That guy will be relaxed and looking at us. Then we say, brother, give us something. He says, no, I don't have something. But you give him the platform, brother. Hey, we're pulling hard. Why? He was just as calm. And there was another one who was good at mathematics, pastor. Also calm when it comes to mathematics. Calm. You know, we'll be wondering, hey, brother, that uh, part, no. He will show you. Then come. One zero zero out of one zero zero. That was his target. Everything, hundred percent. He will even cry when he's got ninety-eight <laughs> percent. We we come in there with our forty-eight. Then he. Then I will go to him, brother. You wasting our time, brother. We wanna check up to 60s, 70s. You wasting. He will go to the teacher and cause havoc. Where is my two my two my says, oh, brother? Shift. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's our time for the eight percent to see the teacher. Maybe something he missed there. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when you've got a real thing, 
you quiet enough, you relax. You are just as calm. That's what the word is just saying here. He knows exactly where you are standing. Oh, what a blessed assurance is. Just like a baby to lay your trust upon him and let him take all your cares, for he cares for you. Don't try to do anything about it. He will do it already. He promised he will do it. It's his business. You just report. You know at work if you want to dodge or something, you just report quickly. You know that it's out. It's their business. The same here on the Christian journey. Just report to your master. And then you enjoy the game of patience. And then those sufferings, when they come, you must enjoy it. Hallelujah. The good will come. Hallelujah. Amen. You just become calm. Hallelujah. He promised he will do it. It's his business. As long as you are fooling with it, well, then he can't, you can't have it. But when you turn it loose and let him have it, he will take care of it for you. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Oh, I like that. What a perfect calmness the Christian ought to have. So why are you tossed about? Amen. So why do, why, 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 why? Why you scuffle? Why do you hurry? Why do you just relax? That one that is perfect is in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if they can put COVID by you with the machine, hallelujah. Just be calm. He say you can destroy this body, but you can't destroy the inner man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then you will tell them that I'll meet you at the judgment. I'll be judging you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Perfect calmness the Christian ought to have. Hallelujah. Amen. The unchangeable God, 620120, paragraph is 56. You must believe it accept it, and then don't take it back. Hold on to it, brother. 6201.20, paragraph 56. Amen. So that I, I don't move alone, hallelujah. This is food for all of us, hallelujah. You must believe it, accept it, and then don't take it back. Hold on to it. Lay hold of it and say, this is it. God says it, that's settle it. If God said so, that's finish it. No matter how long, there is your patience as virtue. Hallelujah. No matter how, how long. There might not be one molecule come into existence when he said, let there be for a world. But he is eternal and after a while, become molecules and atoms. And it came up because he has said it to be that way. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He said to Abraham, Abraham, you are going to have a son. But God answered in an unexpected, in an unexpected time. So now, was it one year? Oh, formation of a child, nine months. Abraham is going to have a child. No, sir. Nothing like that. Two years, three years, ten years, fifteen years. But that word is creative. Hallelujah. At the right time. Hallelujah. Because he answered in an unexpected time. Amen. Your time and his time is not the same. If you want it 
tomorrow. Amen. You won't get it. Hallelujah. But now it's there. You have already communicated with the master. Hallelujah. But the only thing is just to be patient. He's going to respond. Hallelujah. Amen. Paragraph 62, 62, 0120. Paragraph 62, 62, The unchangeable God waking in an unexpectable way. Now the thing you just couldn't get out here and say, mountain, move. Move down. You've got to have a motive and objective to that, you see? And that you've got to find out first, if it's the will of God. And then your motive and objective to the will of God. And then speak, it, speak to it and stand there. It will come down. Yes. You see, if you get the conditions right, but you've got to have the conditions right. Amen. You don't ask. And then uh, and be playful this side. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You're just upright. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Keep on being honest. Hallelujah. Amen. You are being upright. Hallelujah. God is going to answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You must remember also that when God answers, sometimes it's in an unexpected way. He's unchangeable, but he does things in an unexpected way. Ways. We add more in an unexpected time, in an unexpected place. Hallelujah. So we see, therefore, that all the witnesses of Hebrews 11 and many places in the Bible are those heroes of faith, are those who stayed with the God's promise. Just stay right there, no matter what anyone else says. And God will grant it to you in his own good time. Mm. Hallelujah. Yes. That's what is happening. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 8. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 to 8. That's why he says, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. Amen. That's those heroes, Amen. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, unto all them also that love is appearing. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Paul is just stamping further on. Hallelujah. Even us, that promise is for us. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. There is one philanthropist. Eh? Hey. Yeah, now I'm starting to I'm starting to say wait here. Don't judge me. It's the spirit behind this pulpit. Hallelujah. <laughs> so there is one philanthropist uh, uh, Bill Gates. Hallelujah. That's one time he said most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. You get it? I'm going to repeat it. Most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in... There is something missing there. Lack of patience. There is something. It, It works vice versa. My brother, if you can bring that slide 
of the numbers. You know, I always like to think in numbers. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I saw the numbers there, brother. Yeah. Yes, yes. This philanthropist, Bill Gates, yes, he says most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Lack of patience. Meaning you can achieve so much in years. Hallelujah. Then in one year where you frustrate yourself. Now if we look here, let's say targeted investment. This is illustration. Don't say, brother, you want 10,000. Hallelujah. You can put zeros, all the zeros there. Six of them, that side. This is just illustration to make it simple for those who are not mathematicians. Hallelujah. So let's say the targeted investment is 10,000. In one year, if we break down per month, it's 833, 833.33 cents. We, ideal, without interest, without anything. No, no conditions are charged. Now let's check. In 10 years, the same time that you want. It's 83 and 33 cents. There is somewhere I'm going. In 10 years, then it's 83. In one year, you overestimate. I'm coming to this philanthropist. Most people overestimate. Now you want 10,000. Let's say now you're earning 400. You want 10,000. Yeah! You want it. In one year, look what does it do to you. Then you put in too much strain. And you can just be quiet and relax and calm. The same, it's 10 years. It's easy to lose 83 rand. While you pass at the shop, you see, you know, the retail people, they always like to attract. Big special, what, what, 83 rand can lose it now, 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 now. Even now when we leave the church, 83 rand, you lose it now, now. Now, when we leave this church, 83 rand. But if I say 800, I say, oh, my brother, yeah, you see, 83 rand, you can lose it now. So now what I'm saying, I'm just showing you this now. Now we can overestimate in one year. But now you underestimate in a long run. The long run requires patience. And then you can achieve it while relaxed and without noticing. So what is happening? The more you come to church, the more you are building that stature of a perfect man. So now you cannot be a believer and sit there and say, ah, brother, eh, the prophet has said it. We are heaven bound. Rapture is going to take place. Sit in there. No, brother. No. That's why the pastor always is trying to say that I want to, I want to comply with COVID. But another spirit, he says, no, man. Always every week we have a board meeting where we talk and he wants, he wants to comply. But now he cannot just push the souls to go and sit down. It's not in our makeup. Our makeup is to be, to fellowship. When he created Adam, in a cool of the day, he has to come down and then have fellowship with Adam. So you also, you're not going to do it alone. Amen. You must fellowship. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I was just demonstrating that, to see that now. Don't overestimate. Shut up. In the long run, you can achieve. Amen. 
In 10 years, when we baptize you today, you are not knowing God. In 10 years, you will be that such of a perfect man. And your faith would have built that virtue. And then to that virtue, you would have built that knowledge. And to that, no, you don't throw out faith. You just, it's just compound. Amen. You're just putting on top. And then from that knowledge, then you're going to put uh, temperance. We know you to be a person when touch your things, then you get. But now with time, uh, we can touch it and play it and throw it. And then you feel like now. You have built that temperance. Hallelujah. To your temperance, then you would build patience. Hallelujah. Now is that stature of a perfect man. Hallelujah. Amen. Even us. Hallelujah. Yeah, I remember Brother Ampanya, now he knows. I was, when he, I was testified by Brother Ampanya. So now I was having a gun, I was just as wild as I am. <laughs> then I would show him a bag, I would say, you see this bag, brother? <laughs> you say anything that's not, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, hallelujah. Amen. Ah, but yeah, no. God has his own way of uh, answering. Hallelujah. He didn't answer an aggressive person to me. He just brought Brother Ampanya to be calm. Then he will laugh and say, Ah, Brother Ipari, don't. Ah, don't. Then he will leave it. After one week, he will come with you. I say, Brother, you're starting with all these things of yours. Then when I, because I was wild that time. When I was, then he just said, Ah, Brother, let's leave it. Let's work. Then God answered in an unexpected way. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you still enjoying this patience as virtue? Amen. So in running, so that, so in running this Christian journey, so the foundation is faith. Hallelujah. And then we just keep on adding. Hallelujah. Until God come and seal us. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians thirteen eleven. Paul says, When I was a child, I spake as a child, and I understand as a child, I thought as a child, but when I become a man, the game change. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. So that's why we say we baptize you. We can't baptize you today, then you, at the same time you'll come and stand here and preach for us. No, we're going to teach you. There should be, now we, we're going to hit this uh, precious metal. We're going to take it out. We're going to chop it. There will be a time even where you want to run away, but down, God is molding you. Hallelujah. Amen. So we run this race with patience. The one that is said before us. As we have said, rapturing faith is not an instant in a person. It's a process. Go ye preach this gospel unto the world, hallelujah, and teach them, hallelujah. After they believe, we teach them to observe statutes of God, hallelujah, amen. Paragraph 109, believe from, uh, from the heart, 570623. Notice, I begin to think this, that it is possible that when a man like the apostles, and when you can live close to God, and God, through his grace, operates through you, that the more of God you get, the more godly you become. 
Simple as that. The more of God you get, the more of God you become. The more eternal life comes to you. Hallelujah. The more you are. Grieve not the Holy Spirit in which he are sealed. Hallelujah. The more when God seals you, no one can touch you, brother. That's why I say they can bend this with COVID or whatever. Amen. You will just rise up. What happens to Stephen? Amen. He, they stone him. But what is it? Father, forgive them. Amen. Imagine, he should be saying, hey, hey, you devils. But now, no. Just says, Father, forgive them. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he was that statue of perfect men that was starting to show up. Hallelujah. Peter, when you are grown up, feed my sheep. Hallelujah. This was the person who was testifying with the panga in his waist, brother. Panga with his faith. And we know in the Bible it did work. One time with Jesus, the ear was already flying, brother. Jesus has to pick it up and put it back. Ah, Peter, we don't do these things. Men bleeding then and now. But still there was a lot of unbelief. With that miracle, they didn't ever repent. Hallelujah. So that's why I say, Peter, when you are grown up, patience. Jesus was patient with them. When you are grown up, feed my... Hallelujah. So he was, no, ah, Peter, we don't work. But he knew that there was panga. <laughs> they never took off it. One day it was flying. Hallelujah. Amen. And then what happens to Peter one day? Christ was patient with him. And he told him, by that time, when I die for you, Peter, you're going to deny me. Peter then he denied, says, no, Father, where you go, I'll go. Yes. Yeah. Those are the main ways of men. Because the trials are not there. This is patience. This is a game of patience. Trials will be there. Hallelujah. And when did they did came to him, and then while now they hold the master, they whip the master, they do him this sort of all things. Then another person come to me and says, you, you look, you look like this false prophet. You. Then Peter says, uh-uh, uh, this one, I don't know him. Ah, they leave him. Then another one come. He says, but the way you speak, you look like this man. Peter says, ah, ah, this one, I don't know. He said, you know this false prophet? He said, no. Then at that time, what happens? That cock crew three times. He then that night dawned on Peter to say that the master, the master said it. And what happens? He has to take the corner. Repent bitterly by tears there at that corner. Hallelujah. Amen. But Christ has already provided weight for him. He knew that now he's going to grow. And when he's grown, he will feed the sheep. Amen. The same to you. You are not leaving this message. Amen. God has revealed it to you. So it should be you worried that now you transmit this to other people. What is the purpose? Go and preach the gospel. You can preach it by your deeds. Amen. Where at your place of work? Others, they are working. If we can ask, is this person a Christian? Hey, you will be surprised. You say, I no, not this one. You are even afraid to display your life. They must know at work. At the place of 
work. They must know. At the place of work, they must know. When they come, they speak fire, fire, fire. We tell them, hey, Christ, Christ, hallelujah. Myself, I've put in a little there. When a person comes, says, I want to pray, I show him the Christ. Brother, Christ is the hope of glory. Then he cannot come with his shenanigans. Hallelujah. I'll show him, then we'll share. Hallelujah. So wherever you are, at school, hallelujah, you're not going to hide at school. Where are children? Your life must show. Your life must show. They must say, this one is different. This one is different. Different. They say, what's happening with your parents? Yeah, that's the life that is in there. It must show. Hallelujah. Uh, Hebrews 12:6-8 For whom the Lord loveth he chastened he chased churches eh? help me english reader public reader, orators help me chastain mm hallelujah chastain for whom the Lord loveth he chastain and scourged Hey, no, no. I'm under the spirit. They say when you are under the spirit, you lose all these things. Now I can't even read. And scorches every son whom he receiveth. If ye enjoy the chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what sons is he whom the father chastened not? But if ye be without chastisement, wherefore all are partakers, then ye are bastards and not the son. Hallelujah. If you don't want to listen to the parents, we, are, we say, yeah, this one is the bastard. Mm. But now the child, even if now we give you a hiding, we say now, he listens. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's also what is happening during the race. Those sufferings will be there. You take a marathon. You run because it's not sprinting. But along the way, the muscles, they're going to get tired. They're going to get torn apart. Hallelujah. And you're going to meet the bystanders. Yeah. Hey. I remember one day I was running a comrade's pasture. Along the way, after six hours of running, there was another drunkard who was standing there. Now, you know, comrades, when you run, they put your name. I even forget that in my name is there. They put your big name here. Senna, Senna. Now he says, Senna, you're here to walk or to run. <laughs> Yeah. The race is on now. Mm, no more goodies. Hallelujah. You can even start when you start the comrades. It's a 12-hour running. Hallelujah. To those who are, are just runners. Hallelujah. At the beginning, people will talk. Mm, it's nice. At the beginning. Ah, the first one hour, brother, it's nice. People will be talking. Ah, watch when we approach 12 hour. Midday, the sun is here, brother. It's just now scorching you, brother. Now it's tough. The journey has begun. Now you're starting to enjoy all the long suffering. That's what I said. So even on this Christian journey, you're going to meet them. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're going to tell you, oh, the Lord is good. That's when we, we want you to go to the water. After the water, we say, brother, you are the soldier now, brother. A soldier can appear without the arm. Hallelujah. 
Yes, and then you must still carry your gun and be a soldier. Hallelujah. Yes, that's what is happening now along the way. Not going to babysit you. No, 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 you're not going to babysit you. We can tolerance up to a certain limit. After that, then mm, we put you. We strengthen, we put you to the level. We just apply the weight then. It's your duty now to come back. Amen. Oh, my soul, uh, believe from the heart, 5706.23, paragraph 57. Paragraph 57.506.23. Oh, my soul cry, hallelujah, to God, when I think that God puts in his church the best that he can find. God takes his children and tests them with an acid test. Then he places them into the body of Christ because they are tested. They believe. They went through the trials. They've had the experience. They are witness of his. They know what they are talking about, not just an intellectual conception, but they've been born again of the precious Holy Spirit, time tested and tried, until their soul are set like fling towards Calvary. Yes, they are time-tested. They are witnesses of his power. And through that, God is building a bridge from earth to glory. That is the wayfaring. That is a man traveling with food. The wayfaring man may come on the highway, sit down under the tree in the cool of the day by the time-tested material. Those who take God at his weight no matter what the symptoms are, the circumstances, that doesn't stand in their way. God has got time-tested material as a witness and he places it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's our gene. Patience has failed. Statue of a perfect man, paragraph 233. Patience with what? What kind of patience? First thing is have patience with God. If you've got real genuine faith, you'll have real genuine patience because faith worketh patience. When God says anything, you believe it. That's all. You've got patience. Say, well, I asked him last night to heal me, and I'm just as sick this morning. Oh, my, what a patience. God told Abraham 25 years later there wasn't even one sign. He was still believing. He was patient with God. Put him always before you. Let him be the next crossing thing. You can't cross him, so just keep him before you. He said so, and it's going to happen. Keep him before you. It's the next crossing thing. You know the purpose of the bridge. If maybe the road is loose or uh, it's dangerous, they erect the the bridge. The The purpose is just to go through. So God is our bridge. It's a crossing thing. So whatever obstacle, they are there. It's just going to take you. Oh, brother, you say that, oh, what happens if it is the sea? I can't pass. He's going to make way. The very same thing that you are afraid of, God is going to convert it. Hallelujah. It's going to be the, your, 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 your bridge. Hallelujah. The same with Israel. That Red Sea that you are afraid of, it was there walking. They just walk. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Remember when Jesus also was sleeping there at the bottom, at the deck of the ship. Disciples now, they were worried. Hey, the storm, they tried to make the ship. Ah, they see that now our intellectual, our intellectual faith is gone now. Let's go and wake him up. They wake him up. Uh, no, when you wake up, you don't wake up. Yeah, you wake up, says, yeah, brother. Brother says, hey, we are, we are dying, master. We are dying, master. So, oh, ye of little faith, come. Oh, ye of little faith. Then he went, just says, Tom, calm down. Oh, whew. everything was back to normal. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No fuss. Hallelujah. The same to us. We are coming here to church, hallelujah. We are waiting for that rapture. We're going to be patient with it. We're going to believe. Hallelujah. Paragraph 247, we find God come this far waiting for the church to, but it will be there. Don't you worry. He promised it. Waited all this time for a resurrection. There'll be one. Don't worry. God promised it. Just wait patiently. You fall asleep. You might take a little nap. Before it happens, you'll wake up before that time. He promised it, you see, a nap. See what we call a nap of death, you know. So don't be afraid of death. Hallelujah. On the Christian journey, we call it a nap. Yeah, you know, when you are tired, maybe you have been having sleepless nights, there will be a moment. Yeah, just while you're standing there, then you, 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 you just a nap, 45 seconds, brother, you are gone. Yes, it's that nap that we are talking about. So death is like that. Just then you wake up, ah, we're praising the Lord again. Amen. Amen. So if we can be patient, then we're going to cross the dam, we're going to cause the damage. Moses has to get the commandments twice because of unbelief. It's just when they, they see him tarrying, then they say, now nah, we're going to create our old Dagon or whatever we call it. It's not God that thing that they were creating. So I don't know the golden cow. Yeah, but it was the devil. No. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because they couldn't wait for God. Moses to come back. Hallelujah. Believe from the heart, paragraph 68, 5706-23. Witness, ye shall be my witness both in Jerusalem and in Judea, in Samaria. His church stands as witness. Now this morning I would like to say this and leave this to you. We are his witness after you receive the Holy Spirit. For there can only be one thing you can witness. That is what you know to be the truth. So we know God is the creator. Ah, this world, man, he can just put a disease in the whole world, then we can die in a moment. We have proved, COVID has proven it. It's then that people start to seek God. Amen. So we are sitting on a golden chariot. When you are in Christ, golden chariot. Amen. With guards of honor on the side. Hallelujah. Amen. So we mustn't lose that. Paragraph 72, how ridiculous sometimes God does things in the eyes of men. Did you ever stop to think what kind of wood that Noah built that boat out of? It was built out of shitty wood. And that is the softest wood that can be gotten. 
it's just like basam. Why you throw, you throw it in the lake out yonder, it will sink in five minutes. Basam wood, shitting wood, has holes in it. It's strange in that the ark was to stand and test of the great antediluvian destruction. was made of soft wood. Well, it was applicable. Amen. Hallelujah. He answered what? In an unexpected way. Amen. So don't be afraid here. Brethren. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid even on your weaknesses, your vulnerability. Amen. You are a Christian, but you are afraid of your vulnerability. Hallelujah. Now you're playing the steering. If you don't want to show us your vulnerability, you are playing a steering. And God cannot share a glory with the earthly steering. Uh, earthly steering. It's not, this is not a movie. God is not going to share his glory with the steering. So you are not. You take your vulnerability to God. Amen. Let my vulnerability be known to the children. They're going to pray for him. Pray for me. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm weak, but thou art strong. You sing it. Hallelujah. That's why you say I'm weak, but I'm strong. Where you are weak, that's where you are strong. Where that ark was weak, scientists have proven it that now Noah, now you are running backwards, brother. Your mind is upside. Oil and water has just mixed. That is what God wants. An unexpected way. Hallelujah. He answered. Hallelujah. But your intellectual cannot come close to God. Hallelujah. The very same material that they said is the very same that lifted up Noah. And it never sank and protect them. That's how God works. Hallelujah. Amen. Here, 20th century, where there is science, where there is uh, studying, you know all these things. Professors, scientists, the best that we have on the 20th century. But God bypassed all of them and went to a grade five broken grammar. Then he put that you shall be the prophet of the age. Those professors with the... No, brother. 20th century. Then he just bypassed them. That weakness, that weakness, the grade five. Grade five. I think the children, they hear me when I say grade five. Yes, that's grade five then, but it was a prophet. Now he comes, he even teaches them. He even teaches them that not the twins can be born. Not of the same father. Now they, they, start, they go to the, oh, they go to the laboratory, they take in time. Great five. Hallelujah. That's how God works. In an unexpected way, he will answer. In an unexpected time. In an unexpected place. Hallelujah. Amen. Paragraph 73, and sometimes when we get so hard and set in our ways, God cannot apply us to anything. That's it. So if you're playing that steering, that's the steering that I'm talking about. If you're playing a steering, God cannot. You are on the way of God. So God is not going to share the glory with you. Paragraph 112. Like Jesus was a witness of God, he became so full of God till him and God was one. God dwelt in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. 
The very expression, a man's works declare his character. Christ was God's work. And Christ declared God's character. His feeling for the sick, his longing of saving souls, till even he gave his own life, God's work, God's character, was declared in Christ. Paragraph 113, if you can just empty... If you can just empty your intellectual thoughts out and give God the right of way, he can declare his character through the work of your yielding. Empty up. Get the world, get your doubts out of the way. If you come to the altar to be prayed for, say, I'll go up, I'll see if you get it. God can never declare his work. You've got to get your own thoughts out of the way and let him fill you. Hallelujah. So in running this race, we become patient, hallelujah. And the most difficult, the most difficult in a race is the last two, three, one K. You can run 55 Ks, but if you, let's say you are running 42, which is the marathon, your 40, when it's at 40 kilometers, that is the most difficult, your last lap. That is the most difficult. That's where now you need now you need all the forces that you start with. That positivity, any negative will throw you out. That is the more. So we must watch out. That's why God has given us the power that is likened unto the eagle. The one that will fly higher. Brother Mtavi took us through the, 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 the heights of the eagle. Hallelujah. So we needed that power so that we can skyrocket, be far away. Hallelujah. So it's the same with this race that we are running. Those are the difficult. At the place of work, towards the end of the shift, that's where things get. Amen. amen. That, most of accidents, they are just right there. Amen. Just towards the end of the shift. Yeah. That's where you sleep. If they could just hold on, then there wouldn't be that. But hear what the prophet says. Amen. Paragraph 95, 5706.23. Paragraph 957 0623. God will do a little something. That's what I'm trying to bring to you. Just as in. So now we are at the, this is the last messenger. Satan is on a half hour. We must just hold on. Fight till the end. All forces have come out. Now here in South Africa, have you seen the, the spirit that has fallen? The spirit of LGBT. It's on a high. And then in this spirit of um, Sangomas. It's on the Now they are there, man. They are there. You find them even at the mall. Yeah. They are coming there. Dirty as they are. Yeah. They come. Yes, brother. Cleanliness is next to God. Godliness. Yes, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. So, be still and know that I'm God. If the church will only stand still long enough, 
God will do a little something. So we must just hold on to this patience, to disbelief. Hallelujah. God is going to do something. Amen. The Hebrew children, amen, they stand. Whether what is happening on the left, whether Britain are falling apart, they stand. They say we are going to that fear, fear fairness. Then what happens? The kings see that, oh, let me play with their mind. Let me burn it seven times. So seven times heat, brother. Ah, sisters, they know. They are always cooking in the kitchen. You know, if, if the pot, you are not careful, it just touches you, you go, ouch. But now remember, fear fairness. Seven times. But they say we are going. And God is not going to answer you there. No. Where you say God appear, oh, they are going. They, they, have, they have now been it seven times. No. He's waiting, let them take you. Then they're about to throw, he's going to appear. <laughs> so, <laughs> hallelujah. Yes. Those were the Matthias. Hallelujah. Amen. The Red, sea, the, the, the Red Sea has to be patient with Israel when it's crossed over. Hallelujah. Amen. The bull in its territory, when the prophet was about to go and pray for somebody, just say, oh, bull, I'm just, just be patient. I'm just passing at your territory. Hallelujah. So you're not going to be afraid with God. Hallelujah. That's the, that's, the, that's the patience that I'm talking about. Even the animals recognize it. Hallelujah. You know, wild animals here in Kruka, one of the strategies that they use, patience is one of them. So they will analyze the, their dinner or their lunch. They will analyze, analyze their dinner and lunch. What they are looking for, they are looking for vulnerability. They are looking for the weak, the sick, or the young ones, so that they can have a meal. Yeah, they can have lunch or what they are looking so they, When they go there, then the strategy is charge, go, separate, separate the giants and then just go for it. Then they are having their meal. Patience. And then it must be within striking distance. Striking. If it's not, then it's just going to lie there. It's going to miss ten times. Hundred times it must be within patience. Patience. Then patience to have their meal, they have to be patient. Yes. Hallelujah. The pastor read this one last. Uh, Opossum. 550731, paragraph 226. He was re- Do we have a picture of a opossum? Yeah, just reflect it so that they see what we are talking about. That opossum that the pastor was talking about. I'm just going to read something here. There it is. That's the opossum. She passed, paragraph 226, we can go back. She passed four other houses closer to the road than mine to turn into the gate. One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth one she turned. That's Jesus. She dropped into the gate. She didn't wait out there in the bushes where it was. She didn't wait in the shade. She took up through the sun to get to the doorstep of the house. To the doorstep of the house. She laid there patiently 
not growling, not murmuring, waiting for her turn to be prayed for. Waiting for her turn, patient. Whether the prophet was busy with his sin, no. He knew that now my instinct tells me this man will do something for me. So now, as you are about to get your blessings then, be patient. Stay right there. Stay right there. Don't mama. That's what I say. Don't look at this one. Says, ah, people are now flourishing. What? Stay right there. God is coming to you. Hallelujah. She didn't wait in the shade. She took up to the sun to get to the door. So she laid there patiently, not growling, not murmuring, waiting for a tent to be prayed for. So if the animals can recognize it, who are we to jump the gun? And not to obey this patient as virtue. Hallelujah. 550731, paragraph 227. And then when I obey the Holy Spirit, God restored the health of the opossum. She picked up her babies and went back in her place of abode. No uncertain sound. God who numbers the feathers in the bed's wings knows where every one of them is. The God who numbers the hairs of your head. God who rides on the wings of morning. He who created the heavens and earth knows every creature and every being. He is God. This is his weight. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but, our, it, but it never will. Don't be deceived by doctrine of men. Believe God and live. Amen. Amen. So if the church could only stand still long enough, God will do a little something. Hallelujah. 570623, paragraph 156. 570623, paragraph 126. That gives me to know this, that someday when life is gone from this mortal body, and I lay yonder, still, if he's interested in a fish, surely he will be interested in me. What's happening? If he is interested in the life of opossum, he will be interested in your life. Amen. He will be interested in me and you and who are trying to serve him. And some glorious day he will come. Not the branch, but the vine itself will speak from its headquarters in glory. And those who are asleep in Christ shall rise and go to everlasting life. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, there is this... Um, those that know Abraham Maslow, he's got the law of instrument. Others they call it law of law of uh, equip, equipment or instruments. Hallelujah! And then it says, if only thing you have in your hand is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's Abraham's law of instruments. If only thing that you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Hallelujah. What does it say? What am, why am I bringing this? I'm just saying that now. You're not going to go there and say, ah, but I've got patience. Even if things are getting out of order, you say, ah, I've got patience. Patience. No, that doesn't work. So you're not going to have that law. What did we say? We said you first believe and then you build up on top. You build knowledge. You build virtue. You build temperance. You build 
Patience, hallelujah. You're not going to hold on to one thing. No, what happens with when uh, uh, Christ uh, go to the holy place? He found them uh, turning the holy place into a Wall Street or Johannesburg Stock Exchange. <laughs> Brother, he was really, really patient with them, yeah. with the ropes. Amen, hallelujah. Tables were turning upside down. That's the patience that we're also talking about. So you're not going to hold this. Says, ah, patience, hallelujah. Yes, you sisters, when brother is coming with story, upright, stand. You brothers, when sisters is coming with story, stand up. Make things right. Be aligned with the weight, hallelujah. Ah, don't say, this is my husband, hallelujah. Oh, I love him, he's going to leave me. No, let him leave if he's doing the wrong things, hallelujah. Amen. But if he's doing the right, he will know that uh, he loves you. Hallelujah. Love corrects. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you're not going to pet things that are, are, are not in line. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why we're saying we must be careful. You're not going to use patience and say everything is patience, patience, patience. You'll get things right. Hallelujah. Amen. And to your faith, Virtue and to your virtue, knowledge. To your knowledge, temperance. To your temperance, patience. You build until God's come and seal, seal you up. Hallelujah. Amen. The more you are patient with God's dealings, the more you become God. Hallelujah. Sixty-two oh one twenty, paragraph eighty-three. Let's take Jacob. Jacob was running. He got caught between two fires. Now he was going home and Laban, his father-in-law, was coming this way after him because his wife has stolen their gods. And then he finds out Esau is coming this way after him, his brother, who he had cheated. Now that was a quite an unexpected time for God to visit him. And here came Laban coming this way, and Esau this way. But Jacob crossed the little brook, and then he got down to a business. And maybe for the first time in his life, he got hold of something that was real. He was able to hold on until the blessing came. Hallelujah. Yes, because God answered in an unexpected. Where that vulnerability of yours is, that's where your answer is. Hallelujah. That will be a great lesson for us all. When you once get hold of something that's real, hold on to it. Don't turn it loose. No matter how many times the sun passes over or what takes place, how many hungry pains comes, whatever more, hold on, hold on to it until you are blessed of it, till you have the promise of it. Hold on. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Two more than we are closed. 620120 paragraph 92 He knows your needs 620120 the unchangeable god working in an unexpected way 92 He knows your needs he knows how to bring it to you but the trouble of it is because it don't come the way you think it ought to come then you are all discouraged and you hand it back to him. Let's ask him and believe that he will send it just the way he wants to send it and accept it upon the basis. That's right. If you ask him, don't make him a liar. 
He can't lie. He promised it. Ask the Father anything in my name, I'll do it. Now God can lie. Ask him and it shall be done. Seek ye shall find. Knock, it will be open. We believe that. Certainly we do. When they asked for a savior, what did they got? A child in a manger. Hallelujah. But now the priests were waiting for him in the, in the dining there at the tabernacle. Hallelujah. But there he was in the synagogue. Hallelujah. Yes. 95. And friends, you might think that was a horrible thing. It was. But you know, we are guilty of the same thing. We are guilty of the same thing. We ask God for things and then we walk around. And if he don't just put something on us and give us something that we think we ought to have, then we hand it back. Don't do that. Ask him, stay right with it. Yes, say, hold on to it if you know it's real. Hallelujah. Unchangeable God. 620120, paragraph 113. And yet the Bible said it's so plain that even a fool wouldn't err in the way. Just take a hold of God's promise and hold on to it. Hold on to that one until you get hold of one another. When you see this one answered, then get hold of this one. Then hold on to that until you get another one. Just keep on climbing. Amen. Count your blessings one by one. And you'll be surprised what God will do. Hallelujah. You wait for this one, it gets open. Then upon this one, it just can. Compounding. Hallelujah. Take hold of God's promise. Say, God's promise to save me. Hold on to it. Stay right there till you are saved. God promised to fill me with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Stay right there till you are filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are sick, say, you promise to heal me. I'm staying right there till you heal me. There you are. That's the way to do it. Stay with it. I'm going to stay right under the blood. Amen. That's those songs when we see. So we must sing them with purpose. Know that now. We say all the positive things. Then they will come to you. 620 paragraph 123, then I'm closing. And if we get ourselves, paragraph 123, the same one. And if we get ourselves lined up with the word of God and hold on to it, what can I, Brother Brenham, what can I do to be lined up with the word of God? Just take it to your heart and believe it. Every promise is yours. It's yours. You can have it. It belongs to you. Every promise in the book. You sing, is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. I'm trusting in his love divine. For every promise is in, is in the book. is mine. See, no matter what the promise is, it's yours anyhow. Because God gave it to you. Whosoever will, let him come and drink from the fountain. The water of life freely. It's yours, it belongs to you. And the promise belongs to you. If you have faith to appropriate it, and it will do it. If you just believe. Hallelujah. Amen. That was the message of God today to you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to sing two songs. Uh, or let's make what um, 
What a mighty God we serve. The one that you sang earlier, it blesses me, my brother. Yeah, the church really sing it nice. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. And then the pastor will come and, and wrap up. Hallelujah. Let's sing that one. What a mighty God we serve. And we go and practice these things. Hallelujah. Be patient. Hallelujah. We know that. And when you see the brother next to you getting blessed, you must just know God is in Lighthouse Tabernacle. If he has done it to that brother that I'm fellowshipping with, ah, God is in the neighborhood. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You sang it nice for me. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, I enjoy it. Thank you. Let's stand and worship him and be happy with, for this word. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What am I? patience amen. amen there's an english saying that says easy come easy amen good things you wait up come to those all right amen now you and i think because this uh, engineers they understand everything has got to go through a process amen. and once something has gone through the process then you've got the outcome of the process. Amen. The, the most dangerous thing, without keeping you long, 
It's a time in between. It's where your patience get tested. When you have been promised something, upon the promise, between the promise and the receiving of it, that's where you get tested. And that is where you have to exercise patience. We live during a time where I would want to call it uh, where people have succumbed to a microwave mentality. Uh, microwave, you remember, it's instant. You want to warm it up and... But the, the old timers, they come from an era where you've got to make the fire. Hallelujah. And cook it. And sometimes the old chicken would be cooked the whole day because it kept you alive longer. And today, the microwave, in no time, is cancerous. You die. So there's virtue in waiting. Uh, Anything worthwhile that a person can achieve behind it, there is a story of patience. A lot of people, they look at the outcome, but they don't know the process. Sometimes the process is hidden from the eye while the outcome is visible to the eye. Uh, Hallelujah. How many have uh, uh, have been patient? and waited for something in this church, and later you got it. Amen. How many? Amen. Now you, you have to, he illustrated, and I would recommend the message investment, after I saw what he depicted there of the investment of 83 rents over 10 years, 833 over a year. Brother Brenham speaks about, he speaks about a good investment. He says, when you are a good investor, you don't invest in pyramid scheme. If it is too good, then it is. Hallelujah. So you, you don't, you, don't be a person that expects overnight things. You, you wait upon, upon the Lord. And in his time, in an, an unexpected way, an unexpected time, in an unexpected place, he grants it to you. Amen. God bless you, brother Dibadi. A round of applause. Companion, there is a song, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. Then we wrap up in prayer. Amen. I don't mind waiting. How many agree with the song? I don't mind waiting.
Sarah must have sung this song. I don't mind waiting upon the Lord. Be still and know that I'm God. Then we will wrap up in prayer. Amen.
it's a bounce. If you really need, you can just indicate by raising your hand so that we can remember you in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, you are our God. Dear God, you are our place of refuge. You are a center of our blessings. You are the place where we can come and cry to. You are a place where we can come and give our thanksgiving to. Heavenly Father, we've heard about how patience is virtue. Many a times we have made up a lot of mistakes because of failure to wait upon thee. Most of the time you made promises to us. But Lord, instead of waiting upon the promises, we accepted substitutes that created headaches and heartaches for us. But Lord, after listening to what patience is and what it represents in your kingdom, we are coming before the altar and say, if we have been in a hurry, if we have been caught up in a scuffle, if you have waited, failed to wait upon you, we say, forgive us, dear God. And help us to have virtue that we should not, dear God, be in a rush. We should be able to wait for the results from you. As my brother said, if God doesn't answer today, he will answer tomorrow. If he doesn't answer tomorrow, he will answer next week. If he doesn't answer next week, he will answer next month. If he doesn't answer next month, he will answer next year. But there is one thing that is sure. When all is said and done, God will answer. Dear God, I believe that in the building there are many requests. I don't know how many have been there and for a number of years they've been there. But dear God, now we want to present every request before you. Hands have gone up in the building I have seen. And for a hand to go up, there is a push. And that push cometh from the heart because the heart has a burden. And dear God, whatever their request may be this afternoon, I present those requests to you. Because Lord, I believe you are not a statue. You are not a deaf God. You are not a dumb God. You are a hearing God. And you are a responsive God. And dear God, I've come to learn that there is nothing impossible with you. The scripture says things that are impossible with men are possible with God. And right now, dear God, as hands have gone up, look into the hearts, know that request, acknowledge that request, and act upon that request. Lord, it must be giving you, dear God, making you feel good when we praise you. When we come and bring testimonies and say, I did not have, but the Lord made me to have. I was sick, the Lord healed me. I had a problem and the Lord resolved it to me. for me. I was lost, the Lord found me. I believe those things, when we bring them before you, it makes you feel good. And Lord, we will make them come before you because we are not ashamed to praise you. 
We trust you with our weaknesses. We trust you with our vulnerabilities. We trust you with our inabilities. We are presenting everything before you and say, God, be merciful now. And dear God, maybe there are people in the building, they are looking for jobs. Dear God, you are a provider of jobs. I know that for a fact. And when you provide, you don't even care about the state of the economy. And Lord, we've come to realize that there is an economy within an economy. And there is a heavenly economy, dear God, that we can subscribe to. And that heavenly economy has got no recession. That heavenly economy is there to provide for our needs. I remember it was the old David that said, Lord, give me so that I should never steal. And here we are standing in your presence. We say, provide for our needs, dear God. We don't want to tend to evil people to ask for their help. We are coming to you as the Holy One. So that after you have granted us our heart's desires, we can go back to them and say, our God is alive. But if we depend on them, we cannot be able to testify about you because they will say, we are the ones providing for you, but none shall provide for the children of God. You and you alone can provide for the children of God so that they can come and dear God and glorify your name. Everything that we have can be attributed back to you, dear God. The houses where we stay, the cars that we drive, the clothes that we wear, the food that we consume, everything that we have, it is by grace and grace alone. And for that, we want to thank you, Heavenly Father. And dear God, I know you will provide more, dear God. As a pastor, it gives me joy to see you responding to the needs of the children of God. It gives me confidence to come behind the pulpit and preach about you because I know I can see your track record in their life and say the Lord has done it, the Lord has done it, and the Lord will do it again. You, are, you, are not, you have never failed even one time. Everything that you made a promise, oh dear God, I've seen you many times taking people out of a stage of helplessness a state of hopelessness and dear God brushing them off until even wealthy people look at them and say they look different not because of their intellect but because it was the grace of God that shone upon their lives I know you will do it again dear God as we have come to the end of the service here is a brother you have used him dear God he labored. He went into the study. Looked at the quotations. And Lord, you looked at the motive. He wanted to be of help to your children. He wanted to bring an illumination of revelation. And dear God, we have heard and we have accepted. And not only that, but we will act upon what we have heard so that there could be results that can be attributed to this sermon. And Lord, I know that every weight that you bring forth will never return to you void, but it will accomplish what it was sent for. And Lord, here are the believers as well. May you bless them abundantly. May you bless their families. May you bless their children. And tomorrow, dear God, is Monday. They will be going to their places of work. May you bless the works of their hands, dear God. As Daniel of the old 
whatever he touched in Babylon turned into excellency. May they, whatever they touch tomorrow, may it turn to excellency so that they can use the works of their work to testify about you. Some can be able to say, I am not a learned person. These things that I am achieving is by grace. I am not a man of renowned stature. All these things that I achieve is by grace. Oh Lord, I know you will do it. We love you. We appreciate you. We adore you. We appreciate all the things that you are doing in our lives. And we continue to shame Satan every now and then. I saw you shut the mouth of Satan. Oh dear God, especially during the COVID-19. We are able to come before you and say, in this assembly we did not lose even one life. In this assembly, we brothers that did not have jobs had jobs. During that state, dear God, it can only be attributed to you. Not to a church, not to a minister, not to a denomination, not to a president, but to you and you alone. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Many of them will be traveling back home. May you take over the steering wheel. May you be the one that will go before them. Let the mighty angel go before them and clear the way for them until we meet again. All these things we ask them because we believe when we ask them in the name of Jesus Christ, they shall be done. Amen. God bless you richly. We had a blessed time. Uh, we appreciate ministers that come here and labor and deliver. You know, there is something I was, I was watching. I think it was Brother Mklavi that preached the other time and how you enjoy it, how you are enjoying all these brothers. You know, there was a time where they would come over nine years, they would come and sit here in this church and not minister. Hallelujah. For nine years, just sit, listen, absorb, listen. But in the process of time, God has got a way to bring you to the fore. Sometimes God takes you into obscurity to develop your character so that when you shoot to prominency, there is character. Are you with me? So we appreciate everything that the brothers are doing. Local ministers in this church are such a blessing. They bless me even more than visiting ministers. Because visiting ministers, I can't own him, but the one that is local, like I say, that's our man. Hallelujah. You know, when a goal is caught by your, your favorite player, you say, that's our man. Amen. So we appreciate everything that they are doing. I'm looking forward, I was thinking that maybe once a quarter I should sit with them and we have ministers meeting and I get to hear their thoughts, how they prepare and there could be cross learnings upon them so that we develop them. Hallelujah. We'll have those uh, ministers meetings. Brother, what is planning something for the youth? He will just come with the details. We spoke about it in the board meeting. There will be some activities. We'll have something for the couples as well because we can see Satan has gone out. He wants to, you know, once the devil dislocates a family, he dislocates a church. So we want to meet, you know, that's where the rubber hits the road. We want to, to go metal on metal with him so that we stop him on his track. So we'll have couples' interventions. We'll have 
youth interventions, we'll have ministers' interventions, and we'll have done our best to capacitate you so that you are able to stand. God bless you, Rachel. There is a video clip that they would play, the technical team. Uh, you may take your seats. Uh, till we see you, God bless you. <laughs>